Welcome to the Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Jenna Barr. Thanks for joining me this morning. Join me in the text line. You can text in your questions or call in as well. Feel free to call this morning, 850-437-1620. That's 437-1620 if I have a question for our expert, Travis Thompson with Climate Tech of Professional Air. Find them online. ClimateTechProAir.com or call anytime 850-857-4700. That's 857-4700 or text in right now 437-1620. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I am well. How are things going in the Climatech world? Good. Started off the year well. Everything's going good so far. Just getting kind of the the new year feel i guess it's it's always this way everything's just kind of new so it's it's kind of nice to get a fresh start um you are know, people cleaning their homes out and, and and getting everything checked in ship shape you get a little bit of that you do um of course our weather here still dictates quite a bit we've got what another, is this weather we don't know what's well, today yeah, you got today's warm to to this afternoon's rain and then tomorrow's cold. freezing yep cold so, yeah boom we, boom boom <laughs> welcome to florida we're just experiencing all of it every season in less than 48 hours i tell you what that last cold snap we had i think it was right after our last show possibly yes there were some surprised people we had quite a bit of phone calls because that that thing we've talked about with your electric heat strips and how they work with heat pumps and all quite a few of them that either hadn't ran in years because Mm -hmm. we hadn't had a snap quite that cold that long yes yeah so we had quite a bit of that that was a, a nice little oh my goodness emergency but uh like they weren't working or the smell was scaring them they thought both okay. both had some of both the smell surprises people and then some just had never been wired right you know there were some i, I was talking to a couple of my technicians that some of the new thermostats have changed the location of the wire you hook up for those strips and and it had maybe been put in incorrectly oh, boy. and so when it needed emergency strips it just started blowing cold air no. <laughs> it was not good so uh just some things like that yeah, that's not something you really want when it's continually 30 degrees out and doesn't go above 35. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, boy. So if you have a problem today or something you're smelling, yeah, whatever it is, or something you're hearing, here's something you just had your eye on. You can text in, even text in pictures, maybe something you're curious about. We can walk you through that this morning on the Pensacola Expert Panel. Travis will be here till around 10 a.m., uh question oh good morning to you sorry i thought it was a question already sometimes it takes a second for everybody to warm up but i saw a good morning text good morning if you'd like to ask a question though feel free to drop it in anything we should know about right now when it comes to maintenance uh services i know this time of year you will always say get things serviced sign up for that annual maintenance around this time of year because it's not as blazing hot that's right it's it's good to do before before the hot weather does get here and uh it's kind of strange but we're not too far from it turning the corner again um another thing we do we can mention now we we get a little bit of it this time of year because like we mentioned at the beginning you've got warm you actually may run your ac today uh run your heat tomorrow uh you start to get a little bit of that dirty sock syndrome call coming in um smells like a wet uh, if you've ever had a dish rag that went sour in a sink that's what it smells like and you will smell it coming out of your AC vents. Uh, that is something that we t- it, it activates when the when the systems go from heat to cool in a heat pump. Uh, that coil gets nice and warm, and then it switches back to cooling, and that's when you will get this dirty sock smell. 
So that is something that we can treat uh, if you're having problems with that. Sometimes it takes a full coil cleaning. Sometimes it doesn't because it's actually not a dirt buildup. It is actually a, a small bacteria in the, the coil that creates that odor. So sometimes we can do it with a treatment with it in place. But uh, that is something that we do see a little bit more of in this weather where we're going back and forth. What happens if you don't clean something like that? I mean, will the bacteria deteriorate the coil? Well, will it go? I mean, obviously, no, I can imagine it, it gets won't. pushed into the air. Most people get through it because if you go through it after it runs in cooling for a while, the smell will dissipate. You won't smell it anymore. Hmm. It's when it goes from heating to cooling. So you'll smell it when we have these days like we're having now or when we first come into spring. And if you don't treat it, the smell eventually goes away. You don't smell it anymore. Um, but then when you start heating and cooling again, you'll smell it again. So if you smell something occasionally and that's the smell you're getting and you haven't figured it out, there's a good chance that's what it is. Um, it can happen in automobile air conditioning as well. Um, oh. it's, it's just kind of a, a strange thing that, that our industry sees a little bit of. So it's better just to go ahead and get it looked at. Yeah. I mean, if the, if the smell's bothering you, it's, it's something that, that can be treated. So better to have it looked at and done away with. Excellent. 850-437-1620. Let me make sure I reread this question. Oh, uh, what is the effectiveness when it comes to mini splits and heating? Very, very good. Um, as far as efficiency goes, it's about the best you can get. Um, one example, I was just noticing my, my system at home is one of the variable speeds, so it runs like a mini split. So it's got a variable speed compressor, variable speed fans, everything's variable. Um, my power bill actually went down last month. And Lucky. that's pretty good because I didn't use hardly any heat strips. And the mini splits are the same way. The mini splits are able to run the compressors faster and run the inside fans slower, therefore really drawing all of the heat they can possibly capture and putting it in your house. Uh, mini splits, for example, don't even have backup heat strips. Um, if you have a mini split that has one of the higher sear ratings or one with hyperheat, they can actually heat down even to zero degrees. They can still produce quite a bit of heat. So uh, mini splits are really, really good at heating and very efficient. Uh, so definitely I would say it's a it's a plus for the, the mini splits there. Okay, excellent. Uh, Follow-up question from that. Sorry, let me make sure I pull this up for you and I read it correctly. We have a system downstairs, a two-story home with an attic area. Do you recommend a mini split for the upstairs area? I typically do recommend a separate system in the upstairs area. Mini splits a lot of times is the answer. Uh, the house, the, the what you have there is either put two small ACs in with ducting or you have a ducted AC and a mini split. Or if it's possible, you could even do a one of our variable speed systems with a zoning system, which would allow you to heat and cool the upstairs and the downstairs at, at independent temperatures. So those would be my three recommendations. But a mini split a lot of times is a great fit for that situation. Okay, excellent. Again, if you'd like to ask a question, 850-437-1620, climatechproair.com. Uh, you can visit them online anytime or feel free to call anytime, 850-857-4700. Uh, how do you feel about, oh, okay, hold on. How often do you need your coils cleaned and how often do you recommend having your ductwork cleaned if you've never had it done in the home you recently bought? We bought it about a year and a half ago. I would recommend having the system checked twice a year. Um, and I say that because not every coil needs cleaning 
Some of them never need cleaning. Depends on the filter system, depends on the home. A lot of things uh, depend on that. But you want to keep an eye on it because if it does start to get dirty, if you maintenance clean it, it's a whole lot easier to keep it clean than it is to wait until it's really, really dirty and it's a problem. Then the coil has to be pulled out and cleaned. It's a lot bigger deal. It's more expensive. It's harder on the system. Um, so maintenance would be my first answer to that, kind of keeping an eye on it because every house is different. Um, and what was the second part of the question? Sorry, I started um, thinking about a the well you said overall how often do you need your duct work cleaning? oh the duct work that's a year right. and a half they've been there for about yeah, a year and a half the duct work is something that you don't always need cleaned at all um, i have seen houses that are very very old that have a very clean duct system uh, because you have two levels of filtration and one of them we just mentioned your first level of filtration is your filter so your filter is going to catch hopefully the majority of your dirt uh, unfortunately, if it doesn't, the next thing is your coil. <laughs> so your coil, coil catches the rest of the that dirt. That kind of goes back to the other question. Of yeah, exactly. So you want to watch that coil. But the coil, because the coil is wet most of the time where we live, we find that a majority of the dust that gets through the filter gets stuck in that coil. And that's what starts creating growth, mold growth, dirt. It kind of all starts clumping in there together because once it gets a little dirt on it, it becomes even better of a filter, if you will. <laughs> so it starts catching everything. Oh boy. Um, so that's typically what we see. Now, there are situations where the duct needs to be clean, but we simply say, you know, we will look at it because mm -hmm. we don't want to just say routinely clean duct is not something that I've ever been a big advocate of. Okay. Excellent. 850-437-1620. It's 947 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm Jenna Barr here with Travis Thompson from Climatech of Professional Air, Climatech Pro Air, Dot com. Let me hop back on over here. Do oh, do your HVAC systems come with a maintenance plan? They Is that can, like a service plan? Or? We we do have the plan. Some okay. people want them. Some people don't. Uh, we definitely can include that in the price of the system and do it however they would like. If they'd like to pay for it all up front, if they'd like to just put it on a plan where they pay annually. Some people want to pay semi-annually. However they want to do it, we kind of we do have them and we just try to be as flexible as we can to offer the customer what they want. Okay. Very good. Uh, any other questions right now? Let's see. 850-437-1620. I do have one question coming. I'm just going to wait to get to that in just a minute or two. So hang tight for me. Um, anything going on right now that we kind of need to be made aware of? Well, we've got our, 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 uh, financing options uh, they look to be about what they were last year for our financing options so that is something that can still be a really big benefit I, I was actually hoping to get some some feedback on some systems we recently put in um, because what we see sometimes is that one of our variable speed systems say for example uh, while that may be one of our more expensive systems if it's financed for zero percent with five years financing Okay. The amount of money that they pay for that system every month is less than the savings they see on their power bill. Oh. So if they can buy a system and pay 150 200 whatever the the $200 a month and save $200 a month, $220 a month on their power bill, it kind of pays for itself or even makes money back. So uh, that's something that that I I like to see it stay in where it is because those are some really great offers to do the 0% financing on those. Um, and it, it allows the system to really make sense to, to replace it maybe even before it's dead because it can actually save you some money. 
and you get all the creature comforts on top of it. Okay. Very, really good advice right there. Before I hop on over to the phones with David from Pensacola, hang on, David, for one second. Um, right now, with the temperatures going up and down and all around, what do you recommend we set our system on? I love that question, actually. <laughs> Tell us. I hate that question. Oh, Swami, <laughs> put on your hat. Because <laughs> uh, everyone is so different. Um, you know, it, it's the best for your system you know, is, is to try to keep it moderate. Um, and when I say moderate, the way I see moderate is I like to see cooling. This is, this is me personally at my own house. I like to be in the house around 72. That's my good zone for cooling and 68 for heating. That's when I'm home. Okay. Um, now I don't like to see huge swings in temperature. So I would say my, my temperature would only go about 75, 76 during the day is the most I would let it get up when I'm not home and bring it back down to 72 to sleep. Uh, and then the 68, I'll let my house go down to 65 or so when nobody's home and then back up to 68. That's me. So, and everybody's going to have a different definition of that. Um, you know, we, we have some customers that, you know, we, we had elderly customers the other day. They want it 78 inside the house when it's cold outside. I melt in that, but other people, that's what they're comfortable at. Same thing on the vice versa. I've got customers in the summertime that run 65 degrees for the cooling. And that's, that's really over what a system is designed to do. They're not right. designed to do right. that. So right. uh, it's real hard to say what you should do. Find your um, sweet spot. Yeah. I mean, you want to do what's comfortable for you. You don't want to be uncomfortable in your home. Uh, but in bringing up that topic, if you're not comfortable at 72, 73, when you're running the AC, you probably have a humidity issue that you need to address, oh. and and we could definitely look at that because seventy two in my house with a forty six percent humidity is pretty chilly. Oh yeah, I <laughs> it's can pretty imagine. chilly. So um, please if, don't be at seventy eight. I, I won't come over to your house. Honestly, <laughs> I promise you, at seventy eight with the humidity well, in the forties, you will not believe it's seventy eight. I believe with the AC yep. set at seventy eight, but the the oh, heat? the heating. Yeah. No, yeah, I mean, me. I will look like a raisin. Yeah. 850-437-1620. I'm Jenna Barr here with Travis Thompson. Let's hop on over to our phones. David, welcome to the Pensacola Expert Panel. Go ahead with your question for Travis. I'm uh, looking at, I've got an old uh, hunting cabin and I, I generally had uh, a window unit for the AC. It's small and I don't spend a lot of time there. And then, a, you know, like a space heater for the heat. Well, the window unit is old and it's crapped out. And the space heater is not great either. And I've been thinking about doing a mini split in there. And I just, I'm glad your show came on because I was actually just online looking at, you know, mini splits and do it yourself because it's something I, I want to try and tackle. Mm -hmm. And it looks like um, I haven't been able to do all the research I would have liked to have done before I asked you this question. But from what I have researched so far, it looks like that when you put in a mini split, you have to vacuum out something. That's before correct. you connect it, I guess it's the, the, the line that brings the coolant or whatever back and forth to the compressor that's outside or something like that. And I'm wondering, how hard would that be? And what kind of tools would a person like me, I've got a lot of tools, but I don't have any kind of vacuum anything. You know what I'm saying? Right. Would it be cost prohibitive for me to try and do it myself? I'm pretty, you know, skilled with, you know, hand tools and stuff like that or you know, to buy the vacuum or stuff, would I have to rent something or is it a pretty small thing I could buy and, and vacuum it out myself? What would you say for someone who's interested in putting in a small mini split system? My recommendation, yeah, my recommendation on that would be if you really want to do it yourself, I would still hire a reputable company to come out and do the final hookup. 
So you could probably save yourself a lot of money doing the initial labor part of getting everything in place. Uh, because to do it right, right, the vacuum you're talking about requires a vacuum pump for refrigeration vacuum. It requires a gauge that will read the amount of microns you're pulling it down to. And of course, refrigeration lines uh, or gauge set. So those are things you probably would not want to go. You'd, you'd spend more on all that than you would for just paying somebody to put your mini split in. Uh, but those are the things that you really need to do because that line set, once you connect it, is full of air. And you, you don't want air in your refrigeration system. All that needs to be pulled out to make sure you've got only refrigerant in there. And then you also are pulling out any moisture and you're checking for leaks as you're pulling that vacuum. So it kind of does all that in one. And then by having a reputable company come out and actually do that final startup for you, it, it's probably in most cases going to allow you to have a warranty because a lot of problems we run into with the do-it-yourselfers and the, the, the ones you can buy online the warranty on those things mm -hmm. is really sticky and we have a lot of customers that have done it themselves and they may call us out and the compressor's bad. We don't know why we don't know what they did. Then they've got to deal with the company right. to get the compressor and it's, it's kind of a mess, but I'm not telling you, you can't uh, do it. But well, that's probably good advice. Just some things um, I've good, seen. Now I'm put you on this. I put you on the spot here and, and I'm obviously not going to hold you to this or anything, but give me a ballpark. Now, if, if it's a place, it's, it's not real easy to get to. I mean, there is road, and the last part of it's a dirt road and stuff. But, I mean, it, you can't get to it. But now it's a good drive. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, probably 85 miles, something like that, from downtown Pensacola. Maybe not that, maybe 60 miles, something like that. But as far as how much labor it would be to, to pay someone, if I had it all, you know, mounted, the inside unit mounted, the outside unit mounted and everything, all I needed to do, like you said, was that last vacuuming out and hooking up those lines. What kind of um, expense do you think that would be as far as uh, parts and labor? That's a big ballpark for me to shoot. Um, if I was in the area where you were and, and going to do it, just a ballpark, I'd, I'd have to say, Five six hundred dollars. Uh, that's totally just okay. winging something there, um, right? And that's if you're in the area. And yeah, I understand yeah. you got to charge a little more when you got a lot of travel expenses. Right. You know, I understand that. Right. So, yeah, right. I mean, well, that's... I'm I'm enjoying the show and I appreciate your advice. All right. Uh, Thank I, you for I the think call. you're probably right because I was already kind of having cold feet. <laughs> I'm <not even laughs> colder, but I could I've do, just seen I could some do bad the, things the happen. Stuff, the, the manual labor and then let the technician do the sophisticated stuff. Yes, sir. David, thank you uh, so much. You have a good one. Thanks for calling and would love hearing from David. He always comes with really good questions and I like it. Walked us through a situation. Hey, real quick. Uh, da -da -da -da. Oh, HVAC question for you real quick. We have about three minutes left. Oh. Apartment closet. AC fan works, does not cool. Heat works. Can an AC checkup determine if it is a stuck float switch versus uh, low freon. Yes, absolutely. Okay. A, a maintenance check would include checking the refrigerant, so we would check that. And a maintenance check also includes cleaning your drain line, which would clean that switch and verify if the switch was good or bad. Okay. All right. And, of course, uh, I'll go ahead and send over the number for you. Let's see, 850 Four seven zero zero. You'd think I'd have it memorized by now. I'm just not that good. Okay, I'll get it over for you. ClimateTechProAir.com. It's nine fifty-seven. We're about to wrap up the Pensacola Expert Panel. 
Again, thank you to everybody who texted in your questions and your comments and for calling in, of course, as well. I appreciate that. Yeah, you can call anytime, 857-4700 or go online, climatechproair.com. One last comment here. Okay, let me get to it. Happy birthday, Travis. Oh. Oh. Thanks. <laughs> your face was great. Uh, I thought you had a real comment. That was, it was a real one. We have several happy birthday wishes coming through to our text line. Uh, a part of me you. wanted to go ahead and start with that, but then I wanted to give an opportunity for everybody to get their questions in because I know that that's what you want to do most of all when you come on yeah. here yep. is share your yep. knowledge. Yep, for sure. No, you but big thank birthday you very plans? Much. No, not really. Not We're going to go camping, so oh, that, looking forward to that this weekend. So that'll be fun. Excellent. I love it. Okay. Yes, now we have more. I see that's why. This is why I did it towards the end. I knew we would get a flood of happy birthdays. Yes, I'll promise. Happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday. Awesome. Happy birthday. Well, I'm glad, glad I get them. That's all I can say. I know, Keep right? Keep them coming. This is uh, glad you get the happy birthdays or glad you get the birthdays. Get the birthdays. Both. That's right. Both. <laughs> That's right. Everyone's a blessing. Exactly. Well, don't work too hard today on your birthday. I hope your team, you know, relieves you just a, a little bit to let you celebrate early. It's a Thursday, right? <laughs> it is a Thursday. That's not a bad day to have a birthday on. How do you usually start your birthday? I mean, I before don't. you get to go and work, like in in sweaty clothes. Well, I guess it's. I got to start. My wife cooked me breakfast. Oh, that's, see, that's, that's the best way to start. Yeah, you got that right. There's bacon involved, I guess. Eggs There's and grits. Eggs and yeah. eggs and grits. Because I can take it with me. <laughs> okay, that's why. That makes sense. Breakfast uh, on the go. All right, well, we got you here. ClimateTechProAir.com. Again, happy birthday to Travis Thompson, who always comes and educates us, answers all of our calls and questions. You can call them now. He's leaving. He's got to go hit the road for his birthday. 857-4700. A couple other. Happy birthday to Travis. Hope thank you have the you best very day. Much. Absolutely. Thank you again. And thank you for listening to the Pensacola Expert Panel. We have Career Source Escarosa joining me coming up next.